0: Hey folks, thanks for tuning into another episode as we continue on with part three of a chat about Bible studying in this episode, by the way, before I say that, (laughs) if you have not listened to episode one and two, please go ahead and do that first as I talked about some very important tools. And so continuing on, I'm going to share a Bible verse, but then we're going to get into, I'm going to talk about different types of journaling and note-taking. I'm going to talk about pitfalls when it comes to studying, note-taking, and what you use to study with, journal with, and so forth, because I personally have some bad habits that I need to fix when it comes to pens, paper, notepads, things of that nature. But I really want to help you folks out. I want to make it fun, make it exciting. It's like for some of you, when you started school or when you're third, fourth grader, you know what I mean? When you went school shopping, you got your new clothes, your new shoes, but you got the pens and the pencils and the notebooks. Some of you out there, you know who I'm talking to. We have this thing where we have journals and I'll just hold these up real quick. We've got journals and journals and we buy more and more journals and more and more journals. And some of you just like me have journals and notepads on your shelves and they have nothing written in them because you've bought so many. So, and tons and tons of pens, but we will get into that here in a minute. But for starters, I wanna share with you one verse I shared with you three in the beginning in episode one, but I'm going to share another verse. Remember, study to show yourself approved and so forth. And this is why we study the word. So 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 10 through 17. Now you followed my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, perseverance, persecutions and sufferings such as happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium and at Lystra. What persecutions I endured and out of them all the Lord rescued me. Amen. Indeed, all who want to live in a godly way in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, but evil people and impostors will proceed from the bad to worse. They'll proceed from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. And you can see that in this day and age, that taking place. You, however, continue to the things you have learned and become convinced of knowing from whom you have learned them. And that from childhood, you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. And this is the important part, which is all important. But verse 16, all scripture is inspired by God and beneficial for teaching, for rebuke, for correction, for training in righteousness, which also means right standing with God, so that the man or woman of God may be fully capable, equipped for every good work, amen? And remember the Bereans once again in Acts 17:11. Now these people who were more noble-minded than those in Thessalonica, for they received the word with great eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. They got in the word, they studied it. Now, here we go. We're gonna jump in because I wanna show you folks some different things you can use As you can see from the shadows on the video, if you're watching the actual video, you can see some of the study material I have out here. I've already shown you folks the books like the Stephen Miller three-piece set in part two, the complete Bible discovery set. I hope you went on an order to set because they are amazing. But what do we use? So we've got the books, but what do we use for writing in, right? Right or writing on? Well, for starters, get yourself a pencil case, okay? I got a basic pencil case. I can't even say that. I don't have a basic pencil case. I've got probably seven pencil cases, and this is one of them, okay? And I got my favorite pens in there. I've got my highlighters. First, I wanna show you this right off the bat. These are made by Sleek Mr. Pen. It's Mr. Pen Sleek. Okay, you can see that right there. And what it is, is for those of us in the military, it's like a grease pen almost, but it's not grease. I can't get that, there it is. What it is, is it's almost like a gel type material, but you can highlight in your Bible with these pens and it will not bleed to the next page. These are amazing pens. This one is Mr. Pen Sleek, S-L-E-E-K. Great pen for highlighting. You don't have to worry about seeping through to the next page and ruining your Bible. Now these ones right here, I don't know if I have any lead in this one or not, but here's another style pen and it's almost like a colored pencil. I don't know, there it goes right above my eyes. You can see that right there. You see how the lead is in that. These are also like a colored pencil that you can highlight in your Bible. It's great for taking notes. Highlight in your Bible, also in your study books and things like that, because when you need to go back in a certain study, you'll see something highlighted, maybe a note from when you studied it last, and you'll go from there and say, Hey, I remember that. Um, My pen I use. So, what happened with me was I ended up having these everywhere. Okay, different containers. Full of all different kinds of pens. I am a black ink guy. Some people love blue ink. Some people love black ink. Some people love the different colors and things like that. The next step is finding a pen you can write with for hours. Okay. So the pen that I use is the Bic. And uh, I love them. So this one is the Bic Velocity. And it's a 1.0 on the ink. Okay, so there it is right there, big velocity. It also has the comfortable grip down at the bottom. I don't know if you can see that. I'm trying to get you guys to see that. My camera picks up my face a lot, Um, but it has a good grip on it. So what I did was I went through and found the pen that I really love the most, and that's my go-to driver, as we call it. So that's the pen I use the most. So pretty much most of my pen cases, all they have in them is the Bic Velocity pens. And those are great. In fact, I've got this little recycling pen holder. It's got the little, looks like a little trash can, but it's full of those Bic Velocity pens. Okay, so when you run out, you just grab another one out of the little trash bin and you go ahead and refill your pencil case with those so those work out really good the pitfall is if you don't do this like many of you know you are going to have drawers full of pens everywhere and then it's a complete mess and when it comes time to study you're just going to have so many pens everywhere like this pen holder oh steve the pen holder looks amazing it looks great it holds all the pens yeah but you know what It's just another place to clutter stuff so we all have them you've got that mystery drawer that has 5,000 pens in it and pencils and things like that find the pen that you like the most and go ahead and stick to that pen whatever type of pen that is just get yourself some buy yourself a pack get yourself some highlighters preferably the highlighters that won't bleed um you know you can always find the big ones like these which are great for when you're using your notebooks and notepads you know staples makes them um these ones i forget who they're made by but also pilot also makes a real cool highlighter it's got the little tattoo thing on it there but you can find so many different highlighters and things like that but get organized and do it in the right way now the key thing about the pencil case is this and i have to show you this because this is my go-to I have, no matter what, I always have a backpack in the vehicle with a pen case with a Bible and a notebook in it. So whenever I'm out and about with the wife, let's say Barb says, hey, I want to go into Martin's and she ends up being in there for an hour. If I want to, I'll just say, hey, hon, I'm going to go ahead and stay in the car and take some notes. I grab my backpack that's always in my car and I go for it and start doing it like this backpack here. You guys all know what backpacks look like but I like setting up my backpack. It's got the cross here on it. What would Jesus do? It's got another one with some Bible passages on it. Of course I was military, so I've got to put my remove before flight streamer on it, but got the POW MIA. But anyway, it has different compartments in it. You want to find a backpack and you can find backpacks on sale everywhere. Get something with a sturdy handle because I tell you what, Bibles and study books weigh quite a bit. But get yourself something that you can throw your pens in. You can throw your whatever you need. So you always are able to sit back and do some writing, to do some reading, and go from there. Authors, if you're an author, you know the same thing. There's nothing worse than, boom, you're sitting back and all of a sudden it's like, you know what? I've got a poem I want to write. And you go to look for paper. You can't find any, so you got to run back in the store and buy a notebook and a pen. But if you have it on you at all times, it's great because being prepared makes a big difference. Now, speaking of being prepared, this is a problem here for Stephen Lewis. You got a notepad here, okay? See the notepad? It's got writing in it, right? I've started writing in this one. And there's another notepad. Started writing in this one. This one's on my on my office. This one is another notepad. And you know the spiral ones with the tops where you can just flip them over. Sometimes you'll write something really good and then unfortunately it gets ripped out and you forget what you did with it and you totally lose that, okay? These are just the little Steno books, okay? Um, then you have the ones that you can't remove the paper out of unless you, it has a little seam on it. So there's another one where I've started taking notes. And then of course, I've got the, fi- the, the ring binders, okay? With the dividers in it, which work out really good. But once again, you're back with another notebook and I love getting the tabs, get the tabs so I can know where I'm at. This one has uh, podcast starting uh, podcast scriptures and you just go from there. So there's another notebook. The problem with having too many notebooks laying around, especially the spiral type and things like that, is you end up starting notebooks all over the place. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. In fact, you're probably laughing right now because you're like, Oh my gosh, Steve, I'm going through the same thing. (laughs) So it's funny because it's like, Oh, I'll just get writing something. And then you know what next thing you know, you got another book notebook out and you pull out another one. Um, I have one here. So what you try to do is get a notebook or notebooks or journals that you recognize it as being hey that's the one I'm gonna continue writing in that one that's the one get something nice for yourself um, sometimes what I'll do like this is my poetry book for example so this is actually just a composition notebook okay it's a composition notebook and I went in and I had a uh, Bible book it was a cartoon book And what I did is I wanted to take certain pictures out of it. And my grandson and I, we decoupaged pretty much, and we put the different pictures on it, and it made it cool, it made it exciting. And this one's my inspirational writing notes that I started in 2021, but it's literally full of writings. So these are actual poems that I've written that I'm gonna be putting into a book. And uh, it'll be a digital book for free when that time comes, all Christian poetry. But that's all this is for. So when I see this book, I know what this is for and it keeps me on point. And that is what I was trying to get at. Okay, so another thing is, so this is being organized. So here's a good example of what it looks like being organized. So for example, I've got the Gospels, Warren Wiersbe part one, and I went through and I've got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I've got some end time notes and uh, talked about different topics, and I put the little tabs on it, okay? So here's another composite notebook, but I organized it, okay? So I've got highlighted in there, so these are different things you can do for studying the Bible, and uh, it helps you stay organized, and when you need to come back and study it, it's all organized the way you want it. You don't have to turn around and study all over again. You just come and find your notes and read your notes. Sometimes it's good though, to re-study, get in the word and you might get new revelations from the Holy Spirit. But this entire book is full. And uh, that's from reading the uh, Warren Wiersbe's commentary. And I went through and took notes. So that is a treasure for life. And maybe someday I'll type those up. But I have that on my bookshelf, another perfect example of doing something like that. And I've got to find a place for this because I've got things everywhere. Okay, for example, right here, I've got them rubber banded together. And I think I showed these before in a previous episode, but this was walking in victory. Okay, so I've got uh, walking in victory, basic concepts, and I did the same thing. So both of these notebooks, I've got composite notebooks here with the dividers hooked up on them with each chapter. So you can literally go through my notes and each lesson, it's all written down. And uh, it's great for going back and reading and make sure you date your journals and your notebooks and things like that so you'll know when you actually did them. But this is good. I mean, you put in all that effort, you might as well write it down, get in there, study it, break it down and uh, and learn. Awesome. And then when you get more than one composite notebook together, you can just rubber band them together or bind them together, whatever you want to do. Some people actually you can glue the the back cover and the front cover together and make it one big, huge book, get binding tape, man, that sounds like a good idea. And uh, you can bind those together. So that's another idea. The problem with composite notebooks is for starters, is you can get too many. Because there's sometimes that the local stores will sell them for $0.25 a piece. So then you end up with 30 on your shelf. And these are just a couple. And they're all empty. And sometimes my grandson might ask for a notebook. And I'll give him one. And he'll write on the first page or two. And then it'll be just left on the shelf. But at the same time, composite notebooks, $0.25 each. Ooh, great. I can buy. Ooh. I could buy a lot with $10. I could buy 40 <laughs> So you end up, once again, with all these composite notebooks. So be careful because it can end up being a clutter mess. But at the same time, also keep in mind that in the composite notebook, they're bound. So that means you can't tear the pages out unless you tear out what it is is one page goes to the front and to the back. So if you tear out the front page in the front, the back page will come right out because they're all attached, okay? Awesome. So keep in mind, composition notebooks are great. Just don't get to the point where you got too many. I'm not allowed to buy anymore for myself. That's my own personal thing that I did because I got carried away and I have too many. I need to fill the ones that I already have. Um, these are great too. Here's another type of journal. This one is podcasting and writing notes. So it has the rubber band that goes around the outside which is really good, I know what this book has in it. It's got podcasting notes and things like that, and of course I got my highlighters, and uh, I can go in there and find podcasts that I've already done, podcast notes. Um, I write little notes to myself like done, or add more to it, and so forth like that. So studying, get your little book that you like the most, find yourself something really nice, because it makes it more It's just really cool when you can sit down and you're writing your notebooks and you're taking notes and you're getting into things. So my daily journaling, I journal daily and, or almost daily. So this one I started this year. And so you can see I've got my writing in there every day. I picked up some stickers and I got some Christian stickers. So I pre stuck them in out throughout the book. And then all I've got to do is go in and do my writing. And uh, I really enjoy doing that. That's a daily or almost daily <laughs> thing that I like to do. And then when I get done them, and these ones are, you can get these at Walmart for about 7 or $8. I really like them because they have the spline with the real cool nubbies on it, on the spline. So those are really nice. And once again, folks, if you're listening to this podcast, do me a favor. Make sure you head over to Kingdom Community TV and actually watch the TV version so you can see what in the world I'm doing, all this talking. So here's a journal I completed. Same thing. We're still talking about Bible studying because I'm talking about the Word of God in there. This one I actually completed. And once I got done the whole thing, I actually drilled a hole in it and put that little cross on there. I thought that was cool got that from one of the locations. Here's a bigger one that I had that I finished. So this is a bigger one. So completely filled out. And also when you're doing that, you know, you're know, you talking about the word of God and things like that, what happens is um, you can put writings in here. You can put your Bible studies in here and different things. I've got different writings in here and so forth. And I've got those folded up and stuck in here. So like this is an actual writing that I printed out and then you just unfold it and there it is and it's taped in there perfectly i love doing stuff like that and somebody can come along years down the road your grandchildren great-grandchildren and they're going to read how you were in the word of god so there's an empty one same thing um once again i talked about the paper ones already these ones are great too uh this one i started on discipleship and this is a bigger book and these ones are from walmart and uh, you can't pull the pages out of these either but they're great for, you can cover them, uh, throw your notes in there and just stay organized. I even put my own page numbers at the bottom. And uh, as you can see on some of here, as I'm working through, I'll have the page numbers down there so I can remember the page numbers. And if I write something really good, I'll put in the front of it, check out page 20 or page 100 or whatever. And uh, you can also cover those as well with decoupage. And it all it does, like I said, it just brings it to light. When it comes to studying makes it more exciting like this one i've got the decoupage on there got my little relevance for today's sticker on there be strong and courageous joshua 1 9 and uh just went through started it up and taped it you know what i mean and it's all ready for me to get started this one i haven't written in yet jesus loves you my god loves everyone let all that you do be done in love you know little stickers like that things of that nature. So those are really cool. Um, you get the idea pretty much. Then there's really cool ones you can get like on Amazon. I found this one. Okay. Take your time, write your notes and note books that you can, you know, this one has the snaps on it and find the journals that are refillable. That's the key. So this is a refillable notebook. You can put whatever you want in there. favorite verses, all kinds of things. And, uh, and go from there. Sound good? So, the goal is when you're studying, is to write your notes so not only you can understand them, but so somebody who comes along can also as well. Because it's really cool if somebody's studying Corinthians, for example, and they're talking to you about it, and you're like, hey, listen, I did a study on Corinthians. I'm going to let you go ahead and borrow my journal here. This is a study on Corinthians. Check it out. Um, I did verse by verse. I use three different translations to study it and I got some key nuggets out of it. I want to pass this on to you so you can learn from it too. When you're done, Hey, just make sure you give it back to me, make sure you're diligent in studying and uh, give that back to me when you get a chance. And that person will learn from your notes, Holy Spirit speak to them and they'll learn even more and it just goes from there. And then also you can find journals like this online. This is a really good journal. I love this one. This one's super huge. If anybody wants to know about it, let me know. But this one is my favorite, and it's super huge. It's hard holding it up, but as you can see, it is a big journal. It holds all kinds of notebooks and notepads. See, I'm a big kid. If you haven't figured it out by now, it holds a little journal for field notes and things like that. But it's really cool, even has a pen holder and stuff, and it has the elastic on it like a travel notebook. But I love that one, leather, big, and fantastic. You can just look up travel journals, and you can find ones that big. So the goal is, in all this I'm showing you, And uh, this is wrapping up the whole three-part series. But the goal is getting in the Word and studying it. Don't make it drabby and dreary and, oh, I got to study the Bible. And you've got some beat-up notebook that you don't even really like, but you've just got your notes in there and they can be ripped out and pages are falling out of it. No, you get yourself something. You say, I'm determined to get into the Word of God. The Creator, our Heavenly Father, sent Jesus Christ down, to save us, we have the word of God in our hands. I wanna learn from it. Dig out that notebook, be encouraged, and just start going to town on it. You know what I mean? Get into it. Just go at it. Get your favorite pens. You know, I got my pens here. I feel like a little high schooler. I've got my highlighters. I'm ready to dig in. You get your little pens out you get your favorite colors out and you open that journal up or whatever it is, that notebook, and you start getting in the word. And when the Holy Spirit inspires you, write it down. You know, there'll be situations where you'll be sitting there, right, reading the word of God. Then all of a sudden you've read it like 20 times in a row. Then all of a sudden you'll be sitting there looking at that and you'll go, what? I never saw that before. I didn't know Jesus did that. Whoa, where did Jesus go when they were about to stone him and he snuck out and got away? What? I don't remember him doing this or doing that. And you just all of a sudden you're writing these notes down and then you pull out your study books and you start researching it and come to find out, oh, that's what happened. I understand now. Okay, I see. And so then you start going from there. And the more you learn when you're sitting in a church service, when you're sitting in a Bible study, the more you're going to be able to relate with what's being preached. And sadly, sometimes you'll be understand what's not being preached properly, but that's how you learn. And you go to the Word, you rely on the Holy Spirit, you also use some study notebooks, you also sit with trusted followers of Jesus Christ, leaders that you really follow and trust and they're preaching from the Word of God, and you can sit down and bounce stuff off of them. You also look for podcasts where they're teaching and preaching from the Word of God, and that's key. You want to be sitting under people, sitting with people who are in the Word of God, preaching from the Word of God, learning from the Word of God, teaching from the Word of God. That's what it's all about. There's a saying, and I read a book a, a friend of mine gave me, and it was uh the preacher the shepherd i forget the full name of the book but it was talking about how years and years ago there were, uh, revivals have broken out just from a preacher getting up to the front sharing from the word of god not his own personal opinion and telling stories about how he mowed the grass one day and all of a sudden he looked up and saw a tree move and it made him think about this 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 and he's never read anything out of the word of god no we're talking about the pastor getting up reading 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, saying a couple words, but more of the meat coming from the scripture. And then the next, you know, revival breaks out. People start praying. People start repenting. Salvation's happening. Worship being worshipped. <laughs> worship being worshipped. Worship music being played. People worshiping in the spirit. Words of from the word of God being read, and it's just powerful. And so, Getting around those people that are in the Word, that are living out Christ-like life—that's what it's all about. And as you study and apply the Word to your life, you're going to find that you're going to walk in a Christ-like way. People are going to notice who you are. You're going to have favor on your life. You're going—people are going to scratch their head and say, "Now, how come he got that when I couldn't get it? How come when he goes and asks for that wood?" They donated to him, no problem, but they wouldn't donate it to me. It's all those different things. Because when you walk with the anointing of the Lord on your life, it changes everything. But it's called getting into that relationship. It's called relying on the Holy Spirit to help you get in the Word, studying the Word, just diving in, taking time out. Remember, God is not, our Heavenly Father is not an ATM machine where you only use them when you need something. And I had a saying that I did, I did a write-up years ago, and it was stop using God like toilet tissue. We only need them when life gets crappy, right? So keep that in mind, folks. I just wanted to share that with you. I hope you're encouraged by this chat about Bible study. Once again, get online. You can learn so much from podcasts, from videos on YouTube about how to study the Bible. And uh, I really want to encourage you to do that. Sound good? Let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to share this three-part series. I thank you for all my listeners and watchers out there. I truly am blessed to have them all in my life. I thank you for all those that have guided me, my dad, and other mentors that I have out there, spiritual fathers and so forth, that have helped me become the man I am today and continue to help me become the man that you call me to be, Lord. So I thank you. I pray a blessing over all my listeners and watchers. I thank you for all them all. May they have peace and comfort in their homes, in their lives. May they all learn to get closer to you, have a stronger relationship with you by digging in the word and walking a Christ-filled life. I just thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Hey, there you have it folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Don't forget, get in the word, stay there, get your notebooks, get your pens, get your highlighters, go for it, trust me. Get in the Word. Your life will be changed. Study it so you can learn how to walk out the Christ-like life. Hey, don't forget, subscribe, share with friends and family and stranger. Thank you all so much. Love and appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. Love you. Peace.